there's things that I beat in my life, like things that I had to like overcome just to like be a better person mm-hmm. for myself. Like, yo, I don't like, I don't like the fact that I'm doing this. Let me stop doing it. But guess what? It's not, it's not just as easy as like, oh, let me stop. No, it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, those things I attack head on, like putting myself in situations where it's like, let's say drinking, right? Mm-hmm. I'll just stop drinking. It's not that I won't drink. Like if it's your birthday we and I'm toast. with you, yeah. cold, have a drink. I do it. It's not like, no, I just don't drink. But I noticed I was in a point in my life where it was like, I felt like I had to. Like, whenever I was going out, it was just natural. Oh, just let me get a drink. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Let me get a drink. We on tour every day. Let's get a drink. Mm-hmm. Which seemed inconsequential to me, right? Um, but then I started to notice around the time I was like, yo, what, what am I doing this for? Like, why am I doing this? And then tracing back all the things the in my life. That, mm-hmm. Where did it start? Where in my childhood? Where did it come from? And I was like, let me stop doing it. Mm-hmm. And it was my man's birthday. This was 2015. And um, I was like, I'm going to just try tonight. I'm going to go out. I'm not going to drink. And this is like unheard of. You know, in my life, it's like, yo. What's wrong with you? Yeah, like, <laughs> right. I would never even would have thought the day would have came where I would have stopped, stopped drinking. Because to me, it wasn't a big deal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But this is when I noticed it was a big deal. Because when I tried to go out that night and like not drink, I could feel the pull and the tug. It wasn't like I was like, yo, I ain't drinking no more. And it was like, cool. oh, easy. Yeah. No problem. No I felt the pull and the tug for mad long. This podcast has been brought to you by Four-Eyed Production. And now, let's start the show. Right back in here. Culture Shop Podcast. Okay, we black like we never live, like we never live. Yeah, we black like we never live, like we never live. Okay, we black like we never live, like we never live. Yeah, we black like we never live, like we never live. Hey, cut the mic on, fist up right on, man. You have no idea. Looking for that inspiration, man. We have that right here. Yeah, we got that good word, just that culture shock for your ear. Here with Courtney B, your girl named Tiffany. We making history. Your favorite podcast is on the net. Turn this up. Conversations about the culture that I bet that you love. Just two beautiful black women pushing one black ass gold. It's the culture shop. I cast it's about that time. Now let's go. Okay, we black like we never live. Like we never live. Yeah, we black like we never live. Like we never live. Okay, we black like we never live. Like we never live. Yeah, we black like we never live. Like we never live. Did you see Diddy uh, plus six for accents? Yes, I did. They need to make a show. They need to just have a Diddy show. We just talked about how like people don't need to uh, do reality TV, but you want Diddy plus Ooh, six. I never to... said that. I love reality TV. I'm talking about relationships. Yeah, okay. but he's good with those kids. It's funny. I agree. It's just not a Diddy we don't we don't get to see that so, often. And I was just um, talking about how me and my brother, I loved making the band mm-hmm. and we just talked about how basically Diddy just put them in the house turn on the camera and say go right <laughs> go but it made for excellent tv and it I, really did i mean that was good i want to work for diddy was good you know the next making the band with the with um 
Danny Kane was good. Mm-hmm. Diddy is good on reality TV. And I think he'll be good on there with his kids, too. Because they're all... Quincy is doing his acting. The um, girls are doing stuff. Doing stuff. Yeah. Um, what's the middle? Christian is a, mm-hmm. is a rapper or what have you. Um, Justin is a college student. Does he play football or something somewhere? Right. <laughs> Ding. Is that you or me? I don't know. Um, but yeah. <laughs> That's just a thing now. Like, phone. at the beginning always. No, that was, my ringer was off. No. But yeah, I think that Diddy Plus 6 would be a good reality show. I'll watch it. I'll I watch it. I am a, re- I grew up in the reality show age. And it's so crazy because. Real world, road rules, that started yeah, it all. It did. But the, I'm, the first real, like, black reality shows. Or College Hill and Girl, Flavor of Love. Nobody remembers College Hill like that when I bring it up. And Shoot, it, is, it amazes me because I'm like, everybody tuned in to College everybody Hill. Everybody College Hill. But I, I like reality shows. I was, um, I was, of course, everybody knows by now if you listen to the show that I like The View. I love The View. I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but there has been a, there's been a recent book written about the history of The View. It's called Ladies Who Punch. And that's a good name. It is a cute name um, for that. Yeah, yeah, topic. yeah. And the author of the, the book just, you know, talks about how there have been so many talk shows. People come out with talk shows and they come and go. They don't last. And even though The View talks about hot topics and politics and current events, it's still kind of it's a reality show. Still. It is. And that is what has allowed it to be on at 11 o'clock during the day for 20-something years. Um, Has The View been on for 20-something years? I think, like, 22 years. Yeah, it's been on for 22 years. And people are, I mean, like, I watch it now. Yeah. You know, it's not like I started watching it 20 years ago and I've just watched it. Um, But it's a good show, and it's because it's like a reality show. They fight, they fuss, you know, it's awkward moments that happen, and that's why we watch, because it's like a reality TV talk show right um so i love reality tv when it's actually when they allow the people to be themselves i don't like the it when scripted it, yeah when it seems when you can tell a scripted. yeah you I don't, mentioned I don't flavor like of it. love and i think that's one of the things that i used to love about flavor of love because flavor Flav was so genuine and like when his mama popped up like you what you saw is what you got that was all him even with <laughs> tiffany pollard and anybody can say whatever they want to say i love me tiffany some new pollard york is the queen of reality, reality TV. TV. She I is the Okay? She is. Give her her things. Give her her things. Now, there are other people who I feel like have been in the running, you know, after her. But they're all after her. Like, she is the original crazy HBIC of reality TV. Right. Her and her mom, <laughs> Sister Patterson, okay? I always forget about Sister Patterson, but I don't know how. Sister Patterson gave us some good TV. Okay. And then they were on... The family therapy show, and it was good again. It was <laughs> I said, personalities, these two fools right here. I don't even know like where they found these people at. And she was on Botched. Yeah, that was a good episode. Tiffany was getting her boobs fixed. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is just good TV. Rihanna put her in her um, holiday campaign. Do you think you would be good for reality TV? I would be embarrassed. No. <laughs> Why? That, you know what? That was my dream. Like, I wanted to work for Bunham Are you and, serious? Yes. I wanted to work for Bunham and Murray. 
Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, I am a child of MTV, BET, early years, real world. Like, that's something that I always wanted to do. That's what, and I, I just think it's, it's funny because once Love and Hip Hops and the Black Inks and all that kind of stuff came along, I feel like it did more harm than good, some of those shows. Yeah. Um... But I've always been a fan of... I've always just been a fan of entertainment. Yeah. Movies, TV, music. With reality TV, you really get a glimpse into the lives of the people that you admire the most, which can be a detriment to the relationship overall, but still, in the beginning, I think it's something that I love, because I'm like, ooh, of course I want to know what so-and-so does whenever they're at home in their Atlanta house or in California. So it's um, it's... You need a bit of... You need reality, and you also need personality, too. Yeah. Because you, you can't be a dud. Oh, for you sure. Can't be you a need dud. the formula. So, you know, it has to be a good mixture of the two. But, yeah, I listen, reality TV is my guilty pleasure. I don't care who don't like it. Turn the TV. Because <laughs> I'm going to watch it. And it's not something that I am, like, setting my timer to be like, oh, I need to watch this. But on days where I'm not busy... If there is, like, one of my shows that I need to catch up on, like, I will catch up on my show. Okay. I mean, I even watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Like, it is so... I can't get into it. Oh, my gosh. They are... You it's wanna, different. You want to see drama? Yeah. Them hoes... Them hoes is full of drama. Courtney, they got to be all that? Yes, rich drama. Drama that I... But see, Wealth I, that you don't understand. Yeah, and I think that that's part of... The intrigue because I mean, Lisa Vanderpump, who was like, she's like the Nene of yes, the Beverly right. Hills. I mean, this chick got llamas in her backyard. That's not something that I see. I mean, she is super rich. That's not something that I get to see every day. So I'm just like, you got a llama? Like, what do you need a llama for? Right. I mean, you know, and then on top of that, they're having their normal caddy women fight. Every day. So fight. it's still. Something that you can relate to, it's just a different view. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just I just like reality TV. I didn't mean to go on that whole spiel. It's okay. But it's interesting to me, and I've, I mean, I even got my brother to watch Little Women, and he cracks Child. up about it. Me too. Because <laughs> it's funny. It is. Um, so, what's up, y'all? We black like we never left. I'm a girl named Tiffany. And I'm Courtney B. This is episode 60 of the Culture Shop Podcast. And I just want to go ahead and be transparent and let you guys know this is an off-the-cuff episode. Because life. Yeah, life happens. So does shit. And here we are. And here we are. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't agree with you more. (laughs) So, what are your weekend plans? How was your week being B? You don't got do you really want to open that time bomb? Do you I really want to open I that? Do I really want to go there? Do you want to go there? I don't want to go there. But my week has been, it has you, been, I am alive. Yes. And I was going to say, we can always find some positive things. Okay, I am alive and breathing. Thank you. Now, that's a lie from the pits of Hades. <laughs> no, it's a... Uh, that is a lie. It's subjective, right? Because you, I'm not talking Cause. about like makeup cute and, uh, you know, outfit cute. I'm just talking about you cute. I'm cute. I got my head tied up right now. I'm still cute. Girl. I mean, my lip might even be a little ashy. Who knows? But I'm drinking my water. Sis get is, my skin right. Sis is out like a fish out of water. Okay, like, <laughs> sis needs her hair done. 
Her nails did. No, you know, no, I, so I, I got the nails did yesterday. So girl, I got me some SNS mm-hmm, on my real nails. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but my week has been, I plan on getting out and enjoying myself a little bit tonight because sister is stressed, okay? Right. But the week has been, it's been productive, but I'm tired. Like, okay. does that make sense? No, it's more than fair. I couldn't agree more. Like, I'm just, you know, but the week has been good. Um, what else happened? Like, really, really nothing much happened other than I went to see Pet Cemetery. Oh, can we talk about this? Game what? of Thrones. <gasps> Did you watch? Y- yes. Okay, because that's really what my week has been consumed of. Like, I had to go back and watch it again because I'm trying to make peace with everybody before they all die. <laughs> so, oh my God. <laughs> I mean... I, I mean, because it's, it's possible. It's possible. I mean, you never know. So, I think that kind of consumed my week because um, I watched it like twice. Right. Um, went to the movies uh, with my niece, did a little shopping and just kind of, you know, chilled out. It's it's not been an exciting week. It's been a busy, productive, tiring week. But here we are. What about you? I, I kind of feel the same way. Um, so I think I don't think that I ever actually said on this show like I'm getting married. Woo-woo. Super excited, um, and I've just been on the go, man. Like planning a wedding, getting things together for a wedding is no joke. It doesn't matter how much help you have. At the end of the day, the decisions are still yours, and there are some things you just can't avoid. And so. This week had an opportunity to do like my cake tasting, got some family and friends involved, and then had to do another a walkthrough for my venue. So it was just bananas. Um, of course, I'm not getting married in the city that I live in. So even driving, I don't know how you guys do it that like to just drive all the time. I love to travel. I hate to drive. Being in a car for hours on end, just trying to get from place to place, it'll wear you out. And so that's where I am right now. I don't even want to leave the house anymore um, for the next few days. Of course, I still have to go out. But um, the weekend is filled with, you know, pictures. Got to take my pictures and uh, just get ready for some exciting things that I will tell you guys about after it's done. So, like, maybe in two weeks I'll get an opportunity to share some really positive things that, um, that I'm doing with you guys or experiencing. But other than that, that's it. I wanted to go to the movies to see Avengers. I didn't make it. Um, you went to see Pet Cemetery, which I was totally trying to avoid. And uh, from you, I'm hearing that I did the right thing. Yeah, I'm going to see Avengers tonight. Um, but yeah, Pet Cemetery was just like... The only good things that I noticed were... Because I've watched so many Stephen King movies, I was able to like pick up on certain things. Like, right. Um, it was an instance where the the mother in the story had left the, um, you know, the house that they bought out in the woods or whatever. Yeah. She had left with the, with the son and they were in traffic. And when it panned out, you could see a sign and it was like dairy 20 miles. And I was like, oh, oh like the little Easter eggs that yeah. are put in there for the fans, the yeah. real fans. So stuff like that was cool. But I like that. It was, I That's love cute. stuff like that. Um, but besides that girl, I, this is my first time ever going to a movie and no, I take that back. This is my first time ever going to a movie knowing that I had to sit through it and like wanting to like <laughs> sit, wanting to like seriously like do like this and like Lean, close my eyes. Like I could just close sleep. my eyes until this is over. The only movie that I've been to that was terrible was John Wick 3. And I just got up and like left. Like, did you? Yeah, I was on a date okay. and we were both like, 
You want to go? go. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause this is this is just really stupid. Um, I which I couldn't. Done that. I couldn't do that at this time because I was with my niece and she loves horror films. She she was into it. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to go to sleep. But you know what? Her she didn't have a point of reference either. Like you probably didn't like it even more because you know what the original Pet Cemetery is like. She's seen all of them. Oh well. She was telling me stuff. What? She's seen all of it. She said it wasn't good either. But she But she was still involved. She was, still into she was it, invested. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, she said it wasn't good either. But yeah, my niece is like I mean, she's watched it like the original she loves the original. it. Okay. Yeah, she's um A girl after my own heart. Yeah, I love cinematography. She is a little movie critic, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. I need to bring her to see Ma. She'll watch. I know it. Cause she I'm telling you, I would never when I was that young, I I would watch it like with my mom or mm-hmm. somebody, but I'm not gonna like request. Yeah, can we wa- like she does? I she, would. She's like, not can it, we watch all the others? Yeah, I'm just like, girl, where did we find you at? <laughs> She's a unicorn. <laughs> she um, is. So every week we give you guys the good, bad, and indifferent. It's one of my favorite uh, segments, actually. Oh, before that, I forgot. That we started a new segment last week. And so, (laughs) did get some feedback. Because remember, I tossed up the idea of doing, I think, Say Word or Word Up. And I think Say Word won by an overwhelming majority. Yeah, I thought so too. So. I mean, I'm nobody. I'm just like the (laughs) co-host. No, my opinion doesn't matter. It matters. It matters. (laughs) But I'm saying, we, we did put it out there to the people to ask them what they thought during the episode. And so... You like Say Word the most. I actually like Say Word the most, and uh, they did too. So, this week, I hope I hope you guys got an opportunity to use the word from last week, but this week, we have a new word, and it is impervious. Now, I've heard this word before. Yes, and I'm sure many other people have too, um, but just want to reintroduce it to the vocabulary of those who are not using it, and impervious means i actually feel like i'm giving people who don't use the word several several words several 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 words this week you black black you black like this you're not black like this right black like that (laughs) you black like you never left you fall black anyway i can go on and on for days but impervious it means impermeable yes it means impenetrable it means you can't get through it. It's kind of like my faith. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we'll definitely try to use the word impervious throughout this episode. Um, but you make sure that you find a way to use it this week, okay? On to bigger and bigger things. Not necessarily better. Good, bad, and indifferent. Every week we give you guys the news, what's happening in the world. We tell you how we feel about it. You don't have to agree. We don't always agree, which makes this an amazing show in my personal opinion. So, I just want to get started with this. So, Comedians Unite. Y'all know I love Donald Glover. We just talked about him last week with the whole Guava Island movie. Hope you guys had a chance to check it out. If you haven't, it's still on Amazon. Really, really good. Surprisingly. He also goes by Childish Gambino. That's not his doppelganger, if you were confused as... Don't Tiffany do that. Don't. She's in the always earlier days. Do me. 
You know what? You didn't even have to bring that up for the people who just started listening that might not be day one fans. Yes, don't I know. do need to bring that up because they need to know their now, history. <laughs> they need to know the culture so shock podcast okay. history. Okay? But know your think, history in the words of Paul Mooney. Know your history. I love Paul Mooney. First first rule. First, first rule. Jesus is black. That's the main history fact. The second one is Tiffany did not know <laughs> that Donald Glover and Charlie Gambino were the same person. So, know your history. And so, you're it. not even going to allude to it. You're just going to come right out and tell them. Listen, we tell the truth over here. And it may hurt. It don't hurt me. Only if you let it. Only That's if right. you let it. I'm fine. Listen. Anyway, <laughs> you know what? I'm never going to talk about Donald Glover on this, this show again. Yes, you will. So... I am really proud to announce to those of you who don't know that Donald Glover is working with Monique. You make me sick, B. I did see something about this. Yes, for Adidas. So he has, I guess, negotiated Donald Glover Presents with regards to like a sneaker line okay. for Adidas. And he released, it's starting with the release of three sneakers inspired by Adidas Classics. And forgive me if I pronounced uh, this first one wrong, but I think they're called the Niza the Continental 80, and the La- uh, Lacombe. No, I was about to say Lancome. <laughs> so, anyway. I'm on your face like right. Lancome. Right. <laughs> Lacombe. <laughs> and uh, Gambino gave away shoes at uh, his Coachella appearance okay. the other week. But I just, I wanted to bring it up because we've spoken about um, Monique on the show before. We talked about how she's been blackballed um, in the past. I think I shared with you guys on my last Vegas trip that I had an opportunity to see her um, do her, you know, comedic performance. It was really good. I enjoyed it. She's amazing. Donald Glover is amazing. And if you haven't seen those commercials, please go do your Googles, go to YouTube. It, Monique is funny. And Donald Glover is funny in the way that he is so dry. And when Monique called him ashy without, well, she did call him ashy, but like alluded to him being ashy. And then call him Ashy and said she was going to start calling him Dad, uh, Dad, Dusty-ass Donald. I lost it. Like, they're so good. You have to see it. But just really proud that um, that he has pulled her in and and is working with Monique to just, I don't know, realign her with not necessarily Hollywood, if you will, it's but remind to, it's, people that she's good at what she does. And it's time to, like... Let that go. Yeah, let's move on. Thank like, you. You know, either y'all gonna apologize or not, but Monique, let's let's keep it going because you're too talented to, to every... It's too much. Like, let's just get back to Miss Parker. Okay, let's get back to... Because that's a good show. Yeah, let's just get back to the funny. And she looks good. I love that she's embracing her grays and her skin is glowing and mm-hmm. I, I want her to do like a little exercise dvd or she something. posts her lives like she goes live and then does her workouts in the foyer of her home with her trainer yeah she needs to, it she needs to do that i want her don't nobody need to end if this is my this would be my request is that if you're going to interview like the whole thing with her and steve harvey if you're going to interview her can we not talk? Can we just let her move forward? Let yeah, her move forward. Yeah, because it's Stop just, it. yeah, it just becomes too much because it's like all of this. And you know, that was my issue with it before. I feel like all of this is overshadowing the her talent. Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody is saying that she's not, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she's Monique. Right. She's the original queen of comedy. Right. And so people, it's funny because, um, I'm just tired of media. all of them. 
media wants to report it, but they also want to ask questions that spark those old conversations that are going to make people who think that you're they're supposed to punish other adults punish her mm-hmm. for her opinion when if we don't ask her about that and we can just move forward, she's technically not out here standing on a stump yeah, she's yelling not the from the mountain top. Exactly. It. That's why I'm just like why are you? Why are y'all still asking her stuff about Lee Daniels and Oprah? We know what happened. Right. She's not gonna budge from her perspective. They're not gonna budge from theirs. Right. Let- actually, they. I think that they're more likely to budge from their perspectives than she is. Like even when it came down to Tyler Perry on on that secret recording, which should have never been released because who cares? But like even he was saying stuff. Right. But Monique never budged from her perspective. She never said. Okay, well, maybe this didn't happen. Which, I find a little respect in that. Yeah, I just want her to get back to... Earning all like the this. coins that she but needs what's gonna deserves. But what's going ha- to happen is, things like this are going to continue. And then, it, it's it's not going to be a debate anymore. Like, For that, sure. That's, that's what I hope that comes out of stuff like this. Is because I feel like... I feel like a lot of times we rely on this idea that people have to like the saying where people say, you know, if there if, if there's not a seat at the table, build your own table. Yeah. It's gonna get to that point to where people like Monique, you're just gonna have to go out there and build your and do your own thing right. and, and make them come to you. Right. But I also think that it's extremely important for like the situation with Donald Glover for him to pull her in. Yeah, and that's what I mean. So it's like, gonna be it's gonna be stuff like that. Like other people who are outside of that yes. black okay. Hollywood elite to be like, Okay, well, this may not have worked or this is not a good fit for you or y'all can't get along, but come over here because we're doing this. Yes. And you know, I think it's gonna take more and it's a good fit. And it needs to be that should be happening anyway. Right. You know, like, look at Issa Rae. Like, she I was didn't, gonna say, she didn't back have to, to what Issa Rae go said. to Oprah and Tyler and Netflix. I'm sure she, she would have liked to have done that. But, but she didn't have to. She did her own thing her own way. Right. And so now I, I get to tell you what you're going to pay me. Right. Point blank in the period. And if you don't want to, buy. Right. So I'm happy for her. I love Monique. I just want, I want everybody to... Move on. Move on. Let's keep it going, sis. So, yeah, that was a good one. Don't disagree. Check that out if you guys haven't had an opportunity to. And I know we went along a little long last week on her. Um, so, I won't this week. But I do want to bring up, um, hope you guys have seen the photos of Beyonce for uh, B for Adidas. They look good. She looks good. Super thick. I want some. I mean, the Adidas is. Oh, you want some Beyonce? <laughs> Her too. Who doesn't? But um, yeah. I'm not gonna say anything amazing. because y'all already know how I feel about Beyonce. For sure. So. so we, I don't know that we discussed this on the show. Well, I know we've talked about the uh, the presidential candidates, especially for the Democratic Party on the show. And um, I sent you a message maybe like Tuesday or Wednesday, like Joe is going to announce on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, by the time I actually got rolling that morning, he had announced and put everything on his Instagram and all his social media, uh, his candidacy for president of the United States of America under the Democratic Party. I just have to bring this up right quick. Um You know, people have a job to do, okay? And it bothers me, much like when I'm watching movies 
and there are mistakes in the takes. And I'm like, it's literally somebody's job to make sure that doesn't happen. It just bothered me, and I have to get it off my chest, that the, the montage of photos that Joe posted or that whomever posted them for his Instagram account. So, of course, he's got pictures with his wife. He's got pictures with the dogs, you know, pictures. I think part of it has a flag on it, and there's a picture of him with Obama. Of course you would put that, right? Who didn't think to not put the N, the letter N in Biden over the picture with Obama? Like, whose job was that? I want them to go. <laughs> you had one job. I mean, maybe you got more than one job. They got more than one job. They clearly have more than one job. But uh, I just need for y'all to pay attention because it it shouldn't matter. But those those things matter. They matter. Especially when you're dealing with the climate that we're just people i i can't i can't i can't lie i didn't even i was so i was confused because when i seen it i said oh wait is barack his vp like i didn't even notice (laughs) that the end was there i'm like what but then you got people like me who do notice yeah see i didn't even notice and then so i was like okay well let me go look at the whole thing and in my mind this is what i saw i feel like I'm trying to go back and look I was at it looking right at now. it from like a chron- like a a chronological what means what's most important. For so sure. it was like him and his wife. Then it was him at the podium. Okay. By himself. Then it was him and Barack. So that is the natural progression of like how I would think it should line up in importance, but for for someone who is highly like I, I just I didn't think of it that way. Right. But and the only reason why I did not is because I think I'm just I think I'm just so kind of I I just wish that whether the Democrats or independents or whatever, I wish we could have such an impervious stance as the Republicans do about the small things. Yeah, I don't. That's, I don't disagree with that's you because but Trump can get up there and put nigga, and they not gonna give a damn. They gonna be like, we still vote for you. But we, also, we still vote for you on on the Republican side. Most of the time, they are very cognizant about what they're doing, so that they're doing if, it on purpose. Thank you, <laughs> and that that's my point. So even to to your point, you said you had to go back and look at the pic, the whole picture. But when it comes across your timeline, all you see is Obama with a big N across his chest. So my, my thoughts are, it's somebody's job to pay attention. Now, either you did it on purpose, which I don't necessarily believe. I don't think, oh, so. I don't think so either. Or you could have found, even if you found a picture that had, they have plenty of pictures. Oh, together. that had they Biden had, on the yeah, other thank side? You. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's somebody's job. That's my only point. And to your because point, you know how people are going to take it. Yeah. If Republicans do something, they're very intentional. If they want to make sure, like, okay, we don't want this message sent, then they change the whole narrative. And if they do want it sent, then you're going to know because it's going to be out there just like that. So I don't know. I just had to mention it. And now we can talk about Joe if you want to. So this your this your boy right here. You you love Joe Biden. I like yeah, I like Joe Biden. I like Elizabeth Warren mm-hmm. and I like Kamala. Those I, are those are my top three. I and the really only reason I like Elizabeth Warren. You said you do? I really Me too. Do. Me too, because this is what I have to say. I want and I say this about people like Buttigieg and 
even Beto, mm-hmm. you can have all the passion in the world. Right. But what are them? What are the policies? Right. How do you plan on doing this? And I love that Elizabeth Warren has been. Every time she says, "This is what I want to do," she follows it, and this day is one. how I'm going to from do it. Day one. From day one, when they ask her, "How are you going to get rid of student debt?" It's going to be for households under hundred thousand dollars. We're going to put a two percent tax on the wealthiest of Americans. They ask her about black maternal health. She had an answer for that. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm talking about. She's a student. She is a student of what's going on in America. Exactly. And I haven't seen that from too many other people. No. Even Bernie Sanders. Bernie supporters, they love Bernie for the things he says. And I feel like he spouts out a lot of stuff. But there's no policy. There's no, how are you going, how do you plan to do this? Because even though we don't, we want someone that is progressive and inspiring. We don't want to end up with another, we don't want to end up with a democratic Trump where all you do is just say okay. you're going to do this and then the world is in a state of chaos We're because there's no plan Trump period it's just none like him I fully believe that we I'm, we may not have another Trump but if the Democrats don't come together and stop the nitpicking Trump gonna win again so let me tell you something <laughs> Trump is going to mad. win again the people are mad at Elizabeth Warren the the, the wrong people are mad at her about this whole education thing. I just could not that I can't believe, not that I can't because there there are people who are like, well, I had to pay my student debt down, and you know that's Why not right. For somebody else? exactly. So basically, you're saying that because you do it, your kids got to do it. That makes absolutely no sense. I don't even think that they're thinking about it as it pertains to lineage. I think they're looking at other people's households, like. These lazy bums need it, which is not that we know that this is not the case. We know that people aren't paying, aren't not paying down their student debt because they just don't want to. It's because you get all this student debt, you graduate, you don't get a job in your field if you get a job at all. And then you get out here and they want to pay you what you would have made even if you didn't go to college sometimes. And you can't afford it because you still have to live. You still have to have a car. You still have to have a roof over your head and you still have to have food to eat. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Anyway, I'm just astonished by the behavior of people with regards to that whole subject. I like I like Elizabeth. My top three are, and this they're not in any order. Yeah. But I do, I do feel like Biden will do an excellent job. But um, Biden, Warren, and Harris, those are my top three at the moment. I don't know Buttigieg. Oh, and the thing about Buttigieg that trips me out is you you have to be very cognizant of things that are happening in the now not to say that things happened in the past but you know how i am about looking at things through the lenses of now of now versus then when it pertains to certain subjects now human rights violations civil rights violations that ain't never right that ain't that ain't never right but phil Buttigieg, i can't i don't even know where where he's where he's a mayor at or governor or whatever he is, but he, it may have been in Ohio somewhere. I don't know if you can look it up for me, but he had, he ran on this policy or this initiative called a thousand homes where in the poor neighborhoods, he felt, you know, that the crime rates could be lowered by tearing down abandoned houses where people, you know, hang out, do drugs, they flop, that kind of thing. So of course, that's in a black and brown community. Right. So 
it was like a thousand homes in a hundred days or a thousand homes in a thousand days, whatever. So he goes there. They tear down all of these homes. The residents have complained about from so much demolition, there's just layers of dust. Now, these are all homes. It could be asbestos in the air. I mean, all kind of stuff. And there's no plans. He did this with no plan to rebuild anything. Just let's knock the homes down. So you knock down a thousand homes in a black and brown neighborhood. You have no plans to fix any of this up. So what good has that done to the the residents that now have all these empty, torn down lots beside them? I feel right. like it's a prime area now for gentrification because for like, sure. it's like you just set them up for that because now people don't even got to worry about knocking this stuff down. They just come in, boom, buy that build. Now you have all of these people that are essentially going to be pushed out of their homes if that occurs. And I'm just like, so what, what good has he actually done? Some of the residents there were saying that I mean, they did a lot for downtown and, you know, built up kind of like, you know, downtown Charlotte, threw up apartments, all of this. But you're over here just tearing down shit with no plans to build it back up. So I haven't seen anything good from Buttigieg. So I can't sit here and be like, you're you should run (laughs) the United States of America. Right. Like no, And he's ahead in the polls. That's what I don't get. So it leads me to believe that it's all. It's so it, because he's a man. I, mean, I don't, I don't know what else like, to there's say. There's so many reasons why people vote for different people or like different people, and a lot of times it is that likability uh, uh, factor. Um, he is white. He is a relatively young. Um, he's at South Bend, Indiana, is where Indiana. Yeah. I said Ohio is Indiana. I knew it was somewhere in the Midwest. You know, he is. Um, he lo- even if he's not healthy, he looks fit. Uh, so to speak, in comparison to, I guess, you know, what we have in office right now. And um, so young, white, male, the part of the country that he comes from, all of that matters. And and there are, are going to be some people who vote for him because his last name is Buttigieg. Just, I, I'm not joking. <laughs> I am not joking. There are p- going to be people who vote for him because they like his name. Well, I don't like his name. Sounds kind of yeah, weird, but um, you black. yeah, like you're you know, super black. You probably thinking of all kind of. Listen, I want Harris. Childhood, okay, I want Harris. Um, I don't know. I, but I'm thinking Warren for me. I I like Warren, but I don't know if because of all the spats with her and Trump. I don't know because that stuff with her saying that she was Native American and you know they said she used that yeah to but get when into... she found that out that it wasn't true though she did come back and apologize yeah but do you think they care no they're but... still they they still are going in on her about that yes but then to that point there are going to be factors which kind of brings it full circle then because when they while they're going in on Elizabeth Warren for those factors there will be other factors about Kamala's past that I believe we've talked uh, about on the show before that they will also go in and they will tear both of them down making a bigger gap for someone like Buttigieg and that's why I don't understand why we are doing that or why we even why we even because that's that's just I guess that's just my issue with and I don't want to say us and them but that's my issue with this side is that when when they get in their mind that that's who they want, they don't care if he's grabbing people by the coochie. He they don't care if they if he's banning people. He they don't care if he is stopping uh people at the at the border and separating families that still have no plan to get these kids back. Mm-hmm. They don't care about none of that. 
That's who they want. They don't care. Exactly. But we have to be so so detailed about every little bitty thing that we end up with somebody like Trump because we can't get behind one person just okay. This is what we don't agree with. We didn't like this, but for the greater good or for the overall agenda, we're going to go with you. That's what they do. So I'm not saying that we shouldn't, but I feel like that is... Do you really think that Buttigieg will beat Trump? You know what? (laughs) I I don't. I'm going to just... Because... I don't. Because I was thinking this earlier before we Uh -uh. started recording when we were talking about like actors and movies and stuff like that. You don't think a person can do a thing until they come close to doing it. And I'm only saying this because our election is a 2020 election, right? So we have this entire, well, we really have this entire year and most of the next year to make a decision, right? We don't know what's going to be said in speeches and town halls, debates. Like, we don't know what people are planning to pull out of the bag. And you just never know what's going to happen between... Now and even next April to make him like a real front runner or or Kamala a real front runner. Like we just don't know what's going to happen. So right in this moment, I don't know who could beat Trump. I hope that it's somebody. But by next year, people's personalities will start to show um, a lot more of their policy will be on the forefront. Like we will know a lot more and. You know, things change as you become knowledgeable. So, we'll see. The glass is half empty. That's all I'm going to say. Is it half Is it even half empty? I'm, I, I'm feeling like it is. Especially right. with... Mm, nothing. I, I just saw where they asked... They asked Buttigieg should people who have been convicted of crimes, like people in jail, should they be allowed to vote? He said no. Like even after they got out of jail? No, just while they're in jail. While they're in jail. But like if you got caught with a dime bag of pot, why shouldn't you be able to vote? Because in Vermont, they can. And see, Bernie says, yeah, you should be able to vote. I mean, things like that are going to come into... So they'll come back up then. That's my point. They have to. They will come back up. Because I'm just like... Y'all got to get clear on, like, do you mean everybody? Do you mean some people? Mm-hmm. But for you to just be like, no. He didn't put a lot of thought into how he was going to respond. Mm-mm. But on the flip side of that, right? So we want people to be careful about, a lot of us want people to be cognizant of how they respond. I don't. I want you to respond the way you truly believe so that I know. Yeah, so now I know. Yeah. <laughs> so a person like you wouldn't vote for Pete then. Because there's people in there for traffic tickets. Right. And and the way I feel is, okay, if they if they can't vote, then you shouldn't be counting them as a population because you do. But you do. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't count them as a population. They shouldn't be included in the census because they can't vote. But but you're you're gaining representatives and electives off of these people, but they can't vote. Now I'm not saying somebody who is you know like crazy heinous crimes, of course not. But if you went in for pot, why can't you vote? Right. I mean, I mean, come on, because in Vermont where Bernie is, 
they can vote. So his perspective on that is different. I saw a post that said something about I thought we were all one nation under God. So why should the rules really be that different? In each state. In each state. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, it needs to it needs to be more universal. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff needs to be universal. But, like you said, we got a long time. I won't... So I, we need to start paying attention right now, like we, yesterday. And... Mm, Lord have mercy. Go ahead, B. <laughs> this I show. It stresses me out. It stresses me out because, yes, it's 2020, but when you see all of these candidates... Some only got 18 million, some got 12 million, and Trump is over here with, you know, I mean, like, right. That is going to matter. That 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 machine behind that orange piece of crap that is going to matter. And the longer we play, and well, this one did this, and that one did this, and I don't. Instead of getting a behind. person to to let let's go, like, come on, we need to. It don't need to be 35 of us. Mm-hmm. Unless all of y'all going to take the money that y'all done got and put it towards the greater good, which I doubt that they're going to do that. Right. So that just annoys me and it just frustrates me. And I just, I just cannot. I'll be glad when 2020 gets here. <laughs> I'll I'm be glad. Like, I'm nervous. I'm nervous, but I just want it. I just, I don't want to say I told you so, but I feel like I'm going to be saying I told you so. I don't want to say it, but if I do, if it happens, oh, I'm going to say it. I, left, I am going to say I it. left for a vacation on the <laughs> the day after the election this last time. And uh, I just, I guess either way, I need to be prepared to do the same. So I can start off with a clear mind. Um, I think what are we up to like 16 candidates. That's a lot. It's a lot. And then, you know, even when Biden came out, it was, oh, he touched my shoulder. I didn't like it. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I, uh. I can't. That that whole situation right there drives me crazy. I'm just like, can we just get one person and let's just roll on? Then, you know, it's the Anita Hill stuff. It's the crime bill, which Bernie had a hand in the crime bill too, but nobody wants to talk about that. So I'm just like, well, what are we going to do? Who are y'all going to get behind? Nobody? Are we going to go back to the polls and write our names in again? And then complain for four years, like what? Or that girl, what was the girl that uh, I sent to you who um, said that she voted for Donald Trump as a joke because she didn't think he was gonna win? So she, she, who's? I think she said she had worked on the Bernie campaign, and I just did and not he like did, Hillary. Yeah, she didn't, <laughs> didn't like, like Hillary, Hillary, so she voted for Trump as a joke because she thought Hillary was gonna win regardless. Woo, child! I'm telling you, it's it's. Full that's mess. What, but that just goes back to me saying, like, there are people that, that are going to vote for Pete because they like his last name. Because it doesn't matter what it ridiculous. is. Yeah, they will. I, I agree with you on that one. But we got a long time to go. A couple months. Not really a long time. I can't even say that. I take that back. Not a long time. We got a year. Yeah. And a year will fly by. So y'all just do your research. Be informed. We will inform you as much as we possibly can, but you still have to do your due diligence. You do. And... Don't send me nothing because you can't persuade me. I'm just gonna put that, <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. Don't send me nothing because I, I already I already I already got my mind on the people that I want to see. So don't send me nothing because I'm like I I feel like I'm kind of like the people on the other side for Trump. I know what I want. <laughs> like I don't care about I don't care about that. Right. I'm worried about the future and getting him out. That is my main objective. I want him out. 
So I don't care who did what. Whoever is in there, that's who I'm voting for. I don't care what they did 40 years ago. This is who I'm picking because okay. this is who we got. So y'all, don't send me nothing. He has taken a stance. <laughs> don't send me nothing because I'm going to vote for whoever the front runner is. I may not like them, but whoever is. But it won't be Trump. It won't be Trump. Thank you. All right. Um, so our word of the week is impervious. And you know who is not impervious to a good clapback or family drama? Oh. Wendy Williams. Oh God! I don't know if you saw, but she had Van Jones on the show recently, and um, he definitely had the clapback of the year. So she's talking to him, and she's asking about the age of his kids, and she he's on the couch, and um, she's like, uh, "Yeah, because they're getting a divorce." So starts talking about the divorce between him and his wife, and she says, "But you're still wearing your ring," and he said, "You got something on your hand too, but I'm not talking about that." <laughs> and the whole crowd is like, ooh, you know, so Wendy's like, um, this side of the couch is for ask, the asking of the questions. But I just still thought that that was spot on for him to jump in there uh, and say that. Because, you know, Wendy will drag somebody in a heartbeat and then be like, what? Like, she's almost like a, a throw. <laughs> a throw a rock and hide your hands kind of person. But you know that's her that's her job. Yeah. From the show, I mean, you know, I don't know Wendy Williams personally, but I just mean that's how she has set her show up. Yeah. But um I also started reading another story about how they had to do a welfare check on Wendy because there were reports that um her husband was poisoning her. I don't know if there's any truth to that. But um, Wendy's been through quite a, a bit, and, and a lot of stuff I'm sure we don't know about uh, over the last few months. So Yeah, she's been through a lot, and I just hope that she's got a, well, she's got a long fight ahead of her. Yeah. Because I don't think they had a prenup, and, and so I don't know how. This is going to get a lot worse before it gets better. I know that she, and you know what's so crazy is that just from the timeline, and I don't know, you know, this is allegedly, mm-hmm. I don't know how, how this is, but from the reports, she, the final straw was her seeing him, like, giving her this push gift of, like, a Lamborghini. So it wasn't a baby. It was the fact that he bought her a Lamborghini as a push gift. So I'm like, it... With money that's basically coming from their household. Yeah. Off of the fact that Wendy Williams is who she is. Mm-hmm. So you got a Lamborghini off me. And a baby. And a baby. Really. So My husband. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how y'all do it. I don't, I don't know how you do it. And but, I never want to be in those shoes. Like, what? But if he has been physically and mentally and emotionally abusive... I mean, there's no telling the types of things that he has done or said to that lady. No, that for probably sure. just has her like this big. Right. And I know she talks about people and throws her little shade, but I, if I was a celebrity, I would take it with a grain of salt. I'll because that's how she's no always attention. operated. Yeah, yeah, like okay, girl, I would just be like Beyonce and never go on her show. Yeah, that's the <laughs> okay. people are like dragging, dragging Wendy Williams. I'm like. I mean, she's only talking about what y'all yeah, are putting she's a out talk there. Show host with a specific kind of show. I feel bad for her um, because this is embarrassing. It is a it, it is a little bit of karma because mm-hmm. I mean, this is your job talking about people's dirt. So now you got dirt out there, mm-hmm. but I do love the fact that she is not allowing it 
to stop her from doing her show, stop her from talking about other people. Like, this is my job. Like, I got to... This is how I make my bread. Right. So, I can't give her that much. I just hope that she has good security and people watching her and protecting her because I feel like once people become desperate, they'll do anything. And once that money gets to really drying up, because I know she, like, barred him from the premises, fired him... And all of this, and I'm sure she's going to have to pay him some sort of settlement because they're married. But for people who've always had unlimited access to other people's money that mm-hmm. they're not really working for, you know, you blow through money. So whatever she gives him or whatever he gets, he's going to blow through that money. Right. And then I feel like he'll get desperate. Right. Because he's used to living a certain lifestyle and so is his baby mom, his new baby mom. And she ought to be ashamed of herself. But she's and, not. And you know what the thing is about people who cheat is that... When you sneak in or when you only got them people a limited amount of time, you know, it's... It's all good. It's all good. It's fun. When you got to wake up to that Negro on his stinking feet every day and deal with... So you got to put up with the yeah. person that Wendy Williams has had to put up with now. Yeah. It ain't going to be the same. I guarantee you it ain't going to be the same. With all that money dry up. Because he is not an attractive looking guy. Like, there's nothing about him that I would be like, oh, I just want to cheat with you. No, it's because of... His proximity to wealth and to fame and Wendy and her empire. So when all of that dries up, we gonna see where him and Sharina, cause that's her name, where him and Sharina be at. Is it Sharina? Sharina. Um. You gonna, oh yeah. Oh no. You see him, mm-hmm. girl. Bye. Um. I just hope that it's not. You said they didn't have a prenup, and so I just hope it's not a situation like uh, Mary J. Blige and can't do. I have a feeling it will be because they have no prenup. He's EP and he released, he released like an apology, which who gives a crap. Right. But in it, you can kind of tell he's setting up for, you know, like a court case or, you know, because he said, I've been with her and been instrumental in building the Wendy Williams brand. And I said, Oh, here we go. go. Here we go. (laughs) So, I mean, I can see him asking for spousal support and all of that. I can see it because he got this baby to take care of now. And if y'all don't got no prenup, she what's she gonna do? Either she can take a he can get a settlement, or she gonna have to pay. She's gonna have to pay something. It breaks my heart. I don't know. Like, I guess I'm a woman, so maybe I'm a little biased. But a lot of times, women just sacrifice so much in their even in good relationships. Like women sacrifice so much and i just i hate hearing stories like this i do too but the because good, you know she put up with it for a long a long time, time before she was like no more no more it's not right and in the end somehow he still wins because he still had her he still got what he wanted out of the other girl he has posterity now from this woman and he'll still get paid for as long as Woody williams is but I don't I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't I don't think I mean, I, I think that hopefully she they can work out some sort of settlement. I feel like this is gonna get dragged out. Um, but I just hope they can come to some sort of settlement because at the end of the day, Wendy Williams is the star. Wendy Williams is the brand. For sure. And as you know, I can see Wendy being like Joan Rivers in her nineties. Yes, for if sure. She, if she, you know, God willing, she's she a staple already. So we don't want to see her go anywhere. Uh, she, but I'm saying she will be okay. I yeah. can see 
him being the one that's asked out. If she can get a settlement where she can, but I just feel like he will fight that tooth and nail. Right. He don't have those Matthew uh, Knowles royalties, so. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, Wendy is going to be okay if she can get through this hump. Because, I don't know, and maybe it's because I've never been married, but the older I get, I can see how if people have been married and it ended bad or, you know, just wasn't. It just was not a good situation. I can see why people are like, I ain't never doing yeah, that again. I can too. I, can I just see- had that conversation with somebody yesterday. Yeah, and I can see Wendy just going off and having her little... Living her best life. Yeah, just live you, Wendy Williams. Just live your life, sis. I do think that Wendy has people who care about her. A village that is willing to circle around her if she will allow it. Mm-hmm. Even how her and Charlemagne, as soon as he was out of yep. the picture, they were back talking. Yeah. So, I really feel like... Wendy is probably a sweet lady. I feel like she is probably a nice lady. You know, she just has a job where she's got to shave people. But, it's yeah. you know, I feel like it's funny, Shay. I don't know why anybody takes, takes serious. it serious. Um, and I think that she she has a lot of people around her that love her. And I just hope that they, I mean, can set up camp at her house or with her to keep an eye out on her. Because there's always that initial, oh, I'm doing this. And then... You come down. Right. And when the reality sets in, like, oh, shoot, like, I really, like, this is about to, this is about to go down. Exactly. And when you've already dealt with substance abuse issues and depression and, you know, it could just get dark. So right. I just hope that there are people around her. And I know she has her son and, you know, just people around her that can protect her and keep her in good spirits. And, and I'm going to just say it, keep an eye on her. Yeah. <laughs> just keep an eye on her. Because people we, need that. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't matter whether it's Wendy Williams or your Anybody. best friend or your, your favorite teacher. Like, people need people to keep an eye on them when they're going through something. And mm-hmm. she's going through something major. And still having to press through to get up and go to work and do her job, you know, every day so people can tune in. And now it makes sense to to why she was having those breakdowns on TV and she was Girl, blacking out. Girl, do that. Now it makes sense. Now it all the, makes sense. The heart, I think I've had this conversation with you before about how, like, uh, and maybe it was on the show about, like, how, you know, if your heart is aching, like, if it, from an emotional standpoint, like your heartstrings, your actual heartstrings can break. Like, you can die from, like, heartache. But, like, your heart and your brain work together, too. So, you know, people will tell you, like, oh, don't worry about this or don't worry about that. But that's not how the chemicals in your brain always work. And it's all connected because the body is meant to work together as one unit. Mm-hmm. It'll kill you. Stress will kill you. I just feel like, you know, Wendy's, Wendy, the Wendy Williams brand is impervious to the salaciousness of these recent happenings. I agree. I feel like it's going to make her brand better and bigger. For sure. And I feel like this is and this is one thing that I I feel like with people who are in entertainment. Not saying that you should, but one thing is this. If you spill your own tea, can't nobody use it against you. I agree. Wendy need to write a tell-all. Wendy need to do something to where he can't, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like Try profit. To spill, yeah. yeah, spill your own tea. Okay, this, that's why I'm glad when she got up there and said, this is what's been going on. Right. I've been in a, a sober living house. Right. I'm getting a divorce. Like, tell your own tea because Get then can't nobody use it against you. I agree. Spill it, Wendy, because 
I don't know. I've never been like a Wendy Williams fan, mm-hmm. but just seeing this happen to her, it just makes me want to be like, okay, I'm a rock with Wendy. Right. I'm gonna turn it on. I'm a ain't fan gonna watch it, but it's just gonna be on. I'm a fan of of human beings, right? And I want good people to have good things, and I don't want to see people mistreated. No matter. So I agree. How much you shade people, and I love the shade. I think it's good shade. I do. Like some of it is hilarious. Some of it is is contrived. Like how she said that. Beyonce can't sing with her auto tune. Wendy. 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 Come on now. <laughs> you just want you want you want Beyonce's attention. That's right. all. You want Beyonce to come on your show and she won't. You know, so I'm just like, are you just doing this so so she would listen or like watch and be like, oh, this bitch talking about me? Right. Because you know you lying, sis. So little things like that, I'd be like, Wendy, you reaching. But it's it's all in ratings. It's just all to, to bring traffic to her show. So I wish her the best. One tidbit. I think I mentioned that on the show before about Sonny Hostin being her legal eagle. Yeah, you did. Yeah, like, I mean, so Wendy has had some good good, people around her. Yeah, so I wish her the best, and I'll stay tuned to see what happens, because it's going to be some good. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's going to be some good juice, honey. I can't wait. Yes. It's funny that you use the word salacious, because I've been talking junk. You know, Snapped is one of my favorite shows, and... I've been catching up on the episodes. Side note, I like the old Snap theme song way better than the new one, but that's just I my personal seen any opinion. New episodes. So, uh, but I feel like they use that word in every single episode. Like, find a synonym, y'all. <laughs> find the synonym for salacious. I'm tired of hearing you it. Should you should write them. You should write the producers or go to their, con- you know, where it says contact us. And you should, you should write them and say, look. If y'all say salacious one more time, one more again, <laughs> use a different word. Get a thesaurus, uh, people. I, I giggled because I'm like, oh god, I've <laughs> just been talking junk about them for the last few weeks. Well, see, I didn't know. That's okay. I it thought just, I was being black, smart, and proud. You are being black, smart, <laughs> and proud. Salacious is a good vocabulary word, <laughs> and you used it with impervious, which is our word of the week. So <laughs> let me find out. Say word. Let me find out you smart. That's a good. That's an easy word to say. I couldn't really pronounce. What was the last word? What did we do last week? Um, something with a P. I know, but, but I got it was so difficult. many. It's not difficult. It was difficult. Whatever it was was not difficult. Listen, dang the people. The people need a easier SAT. You word. know what's crazy <laughs> is be is that two people walked up to me and used the word. Did they? Yes. Ooh, they smart. I just can't get the word pernicious out of my head, and I know that's not what it was. So, my bad. Um, I do want to talk about this. So this month is April, obviously. Yep, my birthday month. Ending April, which we should have talked about this earlier, but here we are. Um, April is National Poetry Month. Woo-woo. I love so a good poem. Anyone who loves poetry, writes poetry, this your month, okay, to shine, okay? It is your time to shine. Okay. But I wanted to talk about a um recent um launching of a poetry competition by Tupac's estate so I mean if you're a fan of Tupac you know that he wrote a lot of poetry he has poetry books published so his estate has launched a poetry competition so participants are being asked to submit original poetry in accordance to the competition guidelines on how Tupac inspired them and the winning um author will receive exclusive limited edition Tupac merch and I think um, either some money or, like, they donate the money to, like, a scholarship or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I just thought that was a cool a cool thing to do, given that he was a writer and a poet, oh, yeah. and it kind of keeps his 
which his legacy ain't going nowhere, his memory's not going anywhere. But it this would be a good month to do it in the month of April because it is National um, Poetry Month. So with that being said, I want to ask you something. Okay. What is your favorite poem? One of your favorite poems, because yeah, you probably have a lot. Oh my God, B! Why didn't you like tell me this before? You really put me on the spot. Yo, okay. I feel like after this episode, I will regret not having given it more thought. But if I had to say one, just off the cuff, told y'all this is gonna be an off the cuff episode. It would be Paul Lawrence Dunbar's "We Wear the Mask." Okay, that's a good one. For real, like that, I use that poem to kind of like encourage me to, um, golly. I knew that was going to be good. I gotcha. Let me see. That was like, what's wrong with that? No, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm trying to think. Um, or nope. Keep a plugging. Okay. Which is also a Paul, Paul Lawrence Dunbar poem, um. And part of it says, um, when the hills are high before you and the paths are hard to climb, keep a plugging away and remember that success comes to he who bides his time. And, <laughs> right. We had a poetry slam. I feel like I'm at, um, Right. The uh, National uh, Black Theater Film no. Festival. What was, what was the juice bar of Moesha? Oh, God. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. That's where I feel like I'm at. But, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, Paul Lawrence Dunbar is one of my favorites anyway. I feel like I'm going to think of like eight other poems as soon as we get off. But that one really sticks with me. I'm sure you will. And I was like, I got to ask her that because I know that she has one. So my one of my favorite poems is Alone by Maya Angelou. Oh, God. See? There you go. That's one of my favorite ones. I actually like performed it for my speech class at Winston-Salem State University. University. You can't tell me nothing. I was up there just knowing I was justice for a poet and justice. (laughs) 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 That is one of my favorites. And also just one of my favorite um, authors, um, writers is Nikki Giovanni. You know, she has like a thousand, a thousand poems um, that are, are just bomb, but if I had to say one of my top favorites um, is Alone by Maya Angelou and Ego Trippin' by Nikki Ego Trippin' is definitely in my top five of all time. Life Ain't Bit No Crystal Stair is um, in my top ten for sure. Yes. Girl, that was good. You you sprung that on me. I appreciate you. You see see what I did? I see what you did. (laughs) You be on them toes, girl. (laughs) Last week's word was propitious. Yeah, I don't know propitious. why that just like would not come to me a second ago. Propitious. propitious. Okay, cool. I couldn't remember what it was. I, I kept wanting to say something that was not it. And it's probably not even a word. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the point, right? For us to do this and for us to, you know, have words that maybe people haven't heard before or are not used to using so that we can you know, expand. I think I'm going to just go ahead and start making a list. And maybe at the end of the year, maybe we'll put out our vocabulary list. Yes. You know, we can incorporate that into one of our events, girl. We can have, like, you know, some kind of game set up with all our vocabulary words and be like, this going to show who actually listened. Right. And who, 
you know, let the first five seconds play and take a screenshot and post it. Is you really listening or not? Because we need you to be subscribing and sharing and posting and liking and all the things, all the things. Because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a find you. That's another thing. Shout out you. to one of our, I mean, a loyal listener. Her name is Lashonda. I don't know if I should say last names on here, so I won't. But I uh, saw her earlier this week, and um, I don't know what we were talking about. But whatever I said, I mentioned several things in in order. And then I said everything. And she said all the things. And I turned to her and I was like, thank you for listening to our show. And she said she really looks forward to it. So I know she's listening now. Shout out to you. Yay. Appreciate you. Thank you, LaShonda girl. Um, Anything else, B? Well, I did have one other thing I want to talk about. But I want to make sure you don't have anything before no. we get ready to get out of here. No. Um. Oh, anything else? Other than the whole influencer thing I want to discuss right quick. Um, one one thing that I feel like is important that we need to talk about. Um, right before Easter, T.I., Jamal Bryant of New Birth yes. Church, and Scrap De Leon <laughs> from Love and Hip Hop, ATL, set out to raise 40,000 people to bail 23 people out of jail. $40,000. What did I say? 40,000 people? Yeah. <laughs> set you raised 40,000 children? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, set out to raise $40,000 to get 23 people out of, um, or to just get people out of jail, period. Right. And um, once they got the $40,000, they were able to bail out 23 people. And instead of only raising the 40000 they raised well over $100,000. Yes. So the program that they put into place is like a mentorship program. So the people that they bailed out will receive mentors. Um, and also, you know, um, who, I don't know how they're going to, um, work this out, but whoever completes the mentorship program, if they have children, they'll receive some of that money set up in a scholarship fund for their children. Oh, that's good. I thought that was a, That's a great incentive. Yeah. So shout out to Jamal Bryan. I know he gets a lot of, you've been in a lot of mess, but who hasn't, who hasn't, um, and TI and scrap for being, positive and using their influence for good right so okay. i mean i like it and and when people want to talk about prison reform this is this is how you help right in addition to voting but we have power too we just have to utilize and pull our resources together but if the the cash rebel system we know is rigged towards us if more people can do things like this we can just take the money down there and get the people out of jail right so Shout out to them. And then put them in programs to find ways for them to do better. Yes. And there there are non nonprofits out here like that. Yeah. I mean there there's that get no accolades, no right. hand claps, no pats on the back for doing what they're doing on a regular basis. Or they don't they don't have people to participate. I was listening to the radio one morning and it's this um gosh, if I find out the name of it again, I will post it because I can't remember the name, but it's a it's a um organization here in Charlotte that they take, you know, people with um, criminal records or people who didn't finish school and teach them um, trades like construction, um, electrical work, plumbing. Like, I mean, we could come together and be like, okay, I'm going to get, you know, we're going to raise this money to help get these people out. Can we count on you to, you know, use part of this money to let them enroll into your school and set them up with yes. jobs? Like, stuff like that. That's how we help with recidivism. Not it's, only going to beg people in Washington who don't give a shit. Right. We can be doing can't some of, relate. Yeah, we can be doing some of this stuff <sighs> too on our own now. It's one of the main reasons that I want I mean, there are several reasons I want 
to be an entrepreneur um, and, you know, have like several businesses. But that is one of my goals to make sure that I'm in a position to hire people who can't get jobs other places. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we got a long road ahead of us. But I promise you, if we all jump in and help just a little bit, we're going to be all right. We gonna be. I knew it. Yes, it popped in my head immediately. (laughs) You know, you know, we got a song for everything. Everything. (laughs) Um. Okay. So the last thing that I do want us to talk about before we get out of here today is, I I don't know that I can consider myself an influencer. I mean, I'm a podcaster. When I think of influencers, I think of you know. People with tons of followers who, you know, have people reaching out to them to wear their brands and um, just all kinds of stuff. But uh, there has been this story um, out of Instagram where influencers who have basically made their career. uh, Maybe I should say it that way because this is not how I pay the bills. Okay, I do this because I love y'all because I'm black. Most of y'all are black, and we want y'all to have a certain amount of knowledge, as much as we can give you. Um, But Instagram, which is where a lot of people have basically made their careers, right, is thinking about making the likes invisible. Not to you. So, like, if I post a picture or if I post a video, I can see how many people like it, but to everybody else. And influencers are extremely upset about this. Um... And Instagram said that they they definitely want people to focus on the content and what you're posting and not necessarily like who else loves it, who else likes it, who's seen it. Um, mm-hmm. I want to talk all the, about all the, it. All of y'all who said that y'all don't need no degree, them degrees looking pretty good right now, ain't they? <laughs> <laughs> them, them, them 401ks looking pretty good right now, huh? Mm-hmm. Right. So they said that they want their followers to focus on what you share, not how many likes your posts get. Um, The instant, well, they said during this test, which they have not implemented it yet or plan to, um, they don't have an implementation date. um, But during the test, only the person who shares a photo will see the total number of likes that it gets. So. And two, it's another, I feel like, I feel like that is part of the reason that they're doing it is to say, you know, because I do, I do think it helps with like people who may have self-esteem issues or, but right. I feel like the main reason is because Instagram said, y'all not going to be getting $40,000 a post and we ain't getting none of it. You think that? Yeah. Yeah. Because you think about it. If I'm an influencer and I'm using air quotes and I post something as an ad, that's why they come to, which is why I started the way I me, started. You right. pay me, I get, I'm not going to say $40,000, that's extreme, but I get $1,000. What did, what has Instagram gotten out of me making $1,000? With that being said, then everybody, well, not everybody, but many people, especially um, these social apps, um, they want to capitalize too. So do you think they're going to implement this and then find a way to charge people to show their likes? Probably, yeah. And that's exactly what's going on. Well, I want to show my likes. Okay, well, that's fine. You can pay me for a monthly fee or whatever it is for showing your likes. I mean, you know you know that's what it is. See, I, I, I was okay with this, right? Because groupthink is something that I just despise. And, I, you know, I think I was taught that at a young age that it's not good, a good thing. I think I knew it anyway, but then I had a, a teacher 
His name was Frank Tempone. I'm sure I mentioned him on the show early on. Um, but that was like one thing that he always honed in on. Like, have your own brain. Have your own opinion. You know, it might not go with what everybody else is saying. But be able to back up how you feel with your facts or the facts. And not necessarily like, oh, well, I would choose this, but everybody else likes this. And I think as we scroll through our apps, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or even um, Twitter, where you can see how many times a thing has been retweeted. It's like, oh, this is popular. Let me retweet it. Let me, you know, double tap it because other people like it too. So, and you know what is so funny is that the people, I find myself being more influenced by people who are not influencers. Yes. People who are just, be- because I think once you start seeing that you're an influencer, it, it comes across as everything that you're doing is, are you trying to promote something? Are you trying to get money off of me? Like, it kind of, it, it yep. taints the validity of you living out your everyday life. The yep. people that I follow that I feel like influence me, like, I follow a lot of people who are design-based or art-based mm-hmm. or even, like, some of my friends that I've made through social media, they are not influencers. Right. They're just living their life, doing good shit, and posting it. They don't make money off of Instagram. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they're just people living their lives, really doing these artistic, beautiful, fun things. I was going to say, their personalities and their art are impervious to the change, the, yeah. the social change that's going on in the world in a way that they don't have to tailor what they're doing or what they're saying to their um their audience. Mm-mm. Even if their audience grows, it's like, this is genuine over here. You either like it or you don't. Right. I'm still going to do it because this is my passion. Right. And I'm just like, you, and I say this all the time. You ain't influencing me to do shit. Right. <laughs> you ain't influencing me to do shit. But you're not affected by groupthink. No. Because, I mean, there's been some people that I I used to follow before they, you know, amassed these huge followings. And I used to be like, oh, man, this is a cool person. Like, what they're and doing. Then. And now it's just like as soon as they put influencer in their bio, it's like, girl, mm-hmm. get on somewhere. Because right. no, you're not. You ain't influencing nobody to do shit. They might be. Just not me or you. Oh my god. Or people who have their own brain. True. So I think that it's interesting and I know that it's because Instagram is basically like with the with the post and the influencers and the monetizing through Instagram, mm-hmm. I feel like they cut out the middleman. I mean, even though they're using the Instagram as a platform, it is no because I can post, you see the likes, you can cash at me the money. But Instagram already does get paid. Like, if you want to boost a post, Instagram gets paid that way. You're just saying they feel like they don't have enough or they're not, you know, able to. But, like, see, my thing is, if you're an influencer, mm-hmm. then you don't have to boost a post. That's true. So, uh, once you get your, yeah. once you get a certain number of followers, yeah, like I got you. let's just say someone at the at the top of the scale, like a Kendall Jenner, she don't got to pay to boost no post because as soon as she posts it, all of those millions of people are gonna see it and click like. Right. So if I if I so was she an don't have to pay Instagram nothing. If I was an influencer and then I made a deal with Adidas and then like a part of my deal is I have to post to my social media a certain number of times, then Adidas is paying should be paying me. A, quite a bit of money mm-hmm. 
to do that and Instagram isn't getting a cut of that. So Instagram wants a cut of the Nike, wants a cut of the Adidas, wants a cut of the ding, ding, uh, ding, ding, ding. you know, whatever. Olay. Yes. That's Olay. what it's about. Or just like look at flat tummy tea. They don't pay Instagram nothing because Child. Shekinah and all of them that go get surgery posted. I love when people say Shekinah's name. Just I love when people say Shekinah. But you know they be getting surgery right. and posting flat tummy tea. It infuriates me. Yeah, a lot of these um, influencers who have like a, a workout pages do the same thing. They, yeah. They... And it's several of them that, like the one girl, I'm not going to say any names, but I used to follow her and then she released a book talking about the surgeries that she got. Girl, and I'm going to sit here following All you thinking you... Time. Uh, and I unfollow her ass yeah. too. Goodbye. Because right. I know you ain't getting no likes from me. But I always say She'll this about ass. those that shall not be named on this show, even though you just named one of them. But she's not as problematic as the rest of them. Right, right. I understand. But like um, at the end of the day, by the time this is this is a main reason why I try not to get too invested in in people and what they're doing. If I'm a fan, yes, I am a fan. But like I try not to get so invested in individuals and like their every day. So that I don't have to be disappointed in what I've done to support them. And there are plenty of people that I know who don't care for the, those girls anymore. And I'm like, so you gave them all your money. You bought all their makeup. You went looking for them whenever you knew they were going to be in town. You, um, you watched their show faithfully. You, you follow all of them. You, yes. They're millionaires. Thanks to you guys. And it doesn't matter. You, They've been the same way. Like, that's why I say pay attention in the beginning because they've been the same way. You thought it was cute for a little while that they were on TV cussing their mama out or that there was family drama and you wanted their makeup because you wanted to be beautiful like them even though they went and bought their faces They're trying and bought to look their like bodies. You. Exactly. You look in the mirror and think that you need to come up to where they are and really they're coming to where you are. And and you've made them rich. So, you should have been paying attention. You should have been paying attention. Or going forward, pay attention to what you're supporting. What from they're the doing. Be- from the beginning. And, you know, I think that just goes back to this whole cancel culture where people think they can dictate what you choose to or not to support Mm -hmm. i don't care how good somebody is at doing something if i don't want to be involved i don't have to be involved i don't have to do it i don't have to like it i don't have to give them any streams that is my choice am i telling you not to do it no No. and that's not canceling anybody because when you think about it when you're an entertainer you are providing a service i am paying for you to entertain me so that means if i don't like you I don't have to pay you That's to do it. nothing. That is it. So, you know, it's just like, no, I'm not canceling. Y'all can do what y'all want. I'm just saying, I'm not giving you right. any, any cancel, of my money. Cancel these politicians. We don't have to cancel singers and dancers no. and whatever. I'm, I just... Just don't watch. Just don't, don't watch and don't listen. Just like, y'all keep on playing around with Kanye and Jesus. Y'all gonna, <laughs> y'all gonna get struck by lightning. But that ain't neither here nor there. But I'm just saying, keep on playing. Keep on playing with the Lord. Because I was raised by a black mother. And when it rains and thunders, you, you sit your ass you down. Get somewhere and sit down. You don't play with God like that. Okay? So, y'all keep on playing. I didn't see the Kanye performance. Even though it was sent to me several times, I just didn't click on it. I didn't click on it either because I can't. 
I'm I just going feel like, to. I, I just, just feel like it's a mockery. They say he got emotional. If I was running, who are they? If I was running around being being a hellraiser, I'd be getting emotional too. Every who doesn't get emotional? Who don't get emotional? I'm talking about during the whole performance or the service or whatever. Did you see DMX? No. Um, what? I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't like, see oh, it, so I'm not gonna. T- no, I don't mean it that way. But I'm just saying. People, I also think. If I was, so if I have I a difference stu- of opinion if because I, was I stuck think in the, that um, down there with the with the with the tethered, I'd okay. be crying too. Fair, fair, but that's my point. Like people uh, emit their emotions in different ways, or like I don't know, find a way to praise in different ways. And I don't know what Kanye's full on belief is. I think I know. I remember a couple interviews, so I think I know like how his mama raised him or whatever. Would you go to his church? Would you go to his church? And is it a church? So maybe I don't understand. He says because he's starting a church. He is starting a church or that what we see on the internet is church. I mean, it, that is his Sunday service, but he is planning to start a church. What do they do? What will they that, do? Sing, sing other people's songs. Okay. And his songs. And pray. Is, is he expecting a tithing? Who's Listen, I'm just gonna telling you. I gonna, don't know. They're going to sell... $250 sweatshirts and do $100 socks. And on that note. <laughs> they No, they do. That was there. At the church? At the service, yes. They had a tent set up called church clothes. And they he sold stuff that, that had like holy. It said, was this for Coachella? Specifically for Coachella? Or is this something they plan to? See, you know me. The why matters. Like the, the, the details the, matter. This is all I know is that okay. this was Sunday service and he's been doing this okay and that he plans to continue and start a church doing the same things it then no maybe that's not for me but i'm not gonna judge somebody else who's going have at it are you, so this goes back to my whole what are you doing on a regular basis are you out here cussing people out are you being mean to them are you mistreating them when people need help are you taking your resources mm-hmm. or your time to help them? Are you kind? Like if uh, if a brother is hungry and you got two hamburgers, are you going to give him one? That matters to me. I don't care what else you do. I don't, just because of how I was raised, I don't necessarily subscribe to people out here talking about some of their devil worshipers. Although for a long time, I mean, I haven't heard that in a long time. Not to say people aren't still out here doing it. But I care because I believe that that is of God, right? Right. Like how you're treating people, well, that's people the how you're one. operating. That's, the, like, that's, that's what the I reason, care about. That's the reason for that. Right. That's the reason why, if you are a believer, that is why God sent Jesus here. Was to be a sacrifice for To show the ultimate example of how we are supposed to care for one another. Right. We're supposed but, to care and give and take care. I don't And disagree. even be willing to... Give your life for your brother. I I agree. So, but we've I talked about on this show also that everybody don't even believe in Jesus and yet they still out here being godly. And, and that that's my point like about Kanye. Like I might not subscribe to anything that he's doing and I don't know him on a regular basis. And I guess like as far as his posts are concerned, we don't really get to see. Like he doesn't have the... How do I want to phrase this? Like, he doesn't have the kind of lifestyle I feel that his wife and her family have had. Where if they're doing something, you're going to know about every single thing that they're doing that they believe is going to share them in a positive light. I don't always think that it's like that with Kanye. When we see Kanye, or in the past, it's been ranting. 
But if Kanye is out here doing some great stuff, I mean, there are people who work with Kanye who love him, who know way more about what he's doing than we do. So I'm just saying, if he is out here doing a positive thing, I don't know it. But at the end of the day, that's all I care about. Like, are you being good to people and yourself? I just feel like when people, when people F up, they want to turn to Jesus to get sympathy or to church to get sympathy. I ain't going to say Jesus because like you said, everybody don't believe in that. But I feel like that's what happens. But that's just my own personal opinion. I feel like, oh, well, let me, let me, let me get some, get some religion and then y'all can forgive me. Let me get out here and cry. Bye, bye, bye. So then there is a fine line, right? Because then when they say, they tell you that when you do mess up, that that's what you should do. So I don't know. This is probably a different conversation for a different day. But when it comes to like um, forgiveness or like repentance and stuff like that. So if you've done something that is wild or ridiculous or negative and you don't come try to bring it reel it back in with regards to church then people are like oh you need you need jesus like literally that's what people say like you need jesus but then if you do then it's like oh you know messed up now you come and running back to church but then that's what people tell you to do so rick ross it's almost like a catch 22 rick ross god forgives i don't okay let's move on fair (laughs) fair there there it is god forgives i don't god forgives i don't bye i do um all right well that was that was pretty decent for off the cuff b i'm proud of you because we were rough this morning i'm I'm still struggling i know i know it um so i appreciate you being here um as we wrap up what was funny or inspired you this week what was funny to me is there's this video of SWV going around on Twitter where they are looking at a computer of all of the new school R&B artists mm-hmm. and Coco is me. I am Coco because she don't see it for nobody. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you, Coco, for being honest. Lily and Taj is, you know, oh, they got... Coco was like, I'm getting sleepy. <laughs> like, yes. Why were they scrolling through? Huh? Why were they doing this? It was just like a YouTube video where they're showing different... They had Kalani... Her, Queen Naja, Sid, and Tiana Taylor. They didn't like her. Now I that ain't they. I'm talking about Coco, Coco didn't the actual like her. singer. <laughs> She's the only one that she liked was Tiana Taylor. She didn't say she didn't like them. Right. She's just like that. All of these songs, they sound the same. I feel like I'm going to sleep. Fair. Okay. I feel like okay. I'm going to now. Of course, she liked Tiana because so. I mean they from New York. You know, she, and Tiana got that. You know, nine. That's her thing. The '90s vibe. Yeah. Coco was like. I'm about to go to sleep. Like, what? what is this? Okay. Like, and I was like, thank you, Coco. This is what I, this is what I be saying. Like, she was like, it was, it was one, um, I, it, it could have been Janae Aiko. You know, I love Janae. Yeah. But Coco was okay. like, I feel like if you are depressed, you don't need to listen to this. <laughs> I was like, Coco is a mess, but I, I feel the same way. Like a lot of this stuff is dubbed R&B and it's not R&B. It is right, right. It is emo music. Like you, like, need, you think it needs its own. Um, yeah, it needs its own genre. Genre. Yeah, I really do. Okay. I feel like it, like, and they listen to what's the? I don't even know the song. What's the song that Tiana Taylor got? Which one? The good one. <laughs> I mean, the video that's got Steve Harvey, uh, Lori Hart. 
Harvey in Not it that or one. the one that's got Method Man? That one. I can't remember the name of the song, but I love this song. Is it Hold On? Hold on, hold on, don't let right. me go. Um, that one. It was that one. That was the one they were looking. They were looking at, and you know everybody likes that song. So she was like, "Oh yeah, this is good." You know, that's Tiana. Blah blah blah. But um, the rest, her face was taking me over. So I got all my good little giggles nice. off. Of, you gonna have to show me that. one. Yes, and I was like, "Coco is me." Nice. I am Coco. I am Coco. <laughs> um. Okay, for me. So. Something that made me laugh, which there's no real way to describe this. You just have to see it for yourself. But there was a video of B. Simone, which, by the way, that girl is funny, too. And, you know, people start out on, I guess you consider her maybe like an influencer in the beginning. She's like a comedian. I think she did the Ladies Night Tour with a couple other girls. Um, and she was here in Charlotte. I didn't get a chance to see it. Is she the one that talks in that voice? Like, oh, my God. Yes. So, I'm but Coco. she's developing. Coco I know, me. let me have my opinion. This is my turn. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what was funny to me. I know, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm cool. So here's my thing. It, it, for everything that people do, even if I like you, like everything that you do, I might not roll with. Or, you know, I might not find every single thing funny. But if I like a person, I like them. And I, I want to see so many people win because there's so much money out here, especially. I'm, I'm like Issa Rae. I'm rooting for everybody black. And unless you out here fighting black women spitting in black people's faces or doing it something that's a detriment to our community and our children and our future get your money you know what i'm saying and so based because of that voice because she because she didn't always do that but i think something about that voice people liked and so it started making her money get your money be simone i am so happy and i saw a, a video that she posted about um nigga detox so that mm-hmm. she's selling she's not really selling the water so it was like kind of like a joke or whatever but you just have to go see the video because she's like selling the detox to detox and um at the end of the video she's she's basically like i still love him you know so it was like really cute and funny and then I was inspired by j cole this week i, I kind of jumped down a rabbit hole with j cole videos um, you could tell, like, he was being uh, interviewed by Angie Martinez, mm-hmm. and you could tell that it was almost like an impromptu thing, like they hadn't planned to do it. So it was very raw. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was talking about habits and changing your habits that you don't like that you have. And he was saying how, like, if you, you'll remember this, too, that he got off social media for a really long time. Like, we didn't hear anything from J. Cole for a minute. And he said what he recognized is when he got back on, those things that he was trying to run away from were still there. And so when it comes to, like, changing habits about himself that he doesn't like, he personally has to face them head on. Because if he doesn't, if he just tries to get away from them, then as soon as he returns, they'll still be there staring him in the face and he'll still be right back where he started, Mm -hmm. Um, not having progressed any. So I don't know. That really just, he used social media and he used drinking. Um, how like, and that the minute you say you want to change something is the minute that everything is amplified. Like he said, okay, well, I'm a, I'm not going to drink. And he was like, not that he doesn't drink, but he used to think that they were on tour. Like every day he had to have some something to drink, some alcohol. Like, and he didn't think it was a big deal until it was. Mm-hmm. 
So he said he was going to not drink. And then he went out for his homeboy's birthday party or whatever. And people were like, no, you got to. And he was like, the minute somebody told me I got to, it's like, no, I don't have to. Because if I do, then that's what controls me. Like, if I can't go out and have a good time without having a drink or feeling forced to have a drink or every day I got to come home and, like, have a drink, that's a problem. Uh-huh. He was like, if, if if you getting married and I come to your wedding and we toast, then of course I might, you know, have some drinks, but it just doesn't need to be an everyday thing. Right. And I, I always um, think about people who do have addictive behavior and it don't it could be tv it could be sex it could be drugs it could be shopping sh- anything like once there is a thing that you have to have that thing controls you whether you're willing to admit it or not mm-hmm. period so um i feel inspired by that what's your good word for the good people this week um it's so funny because i did not plan on talking about kanye but this applies um, to me, because mm-hmm. I just we just talked about this, but um, my good word for for the for the people is you can critique and not condemn. Condemn. Yes. So, and I think that kind of goes back to how we were talking about like the cancel culture. Like, I can disagree with you. I can choose to not indulge and be like, all right, bye. But I can't condemn you because I ain't perfect either. So, right. I think we have to take that into consideration when it comes to even people that believe differently than we do, who live differently than we do, whose sexual orientation is different than ours. If asked, you can critique, but you can't condemn them people. For sure. They can do whatever they want to do. You can do whatever you want to do. So um, that just goes back to that whole canceling people. Like, ain't nobody canceling nobody. You just either, you choose to give your opinion and you move on or you stay where you at, mm-hmm. point blank. So that's not I, I cancel child molesters and uh, people who grab women by you the You know what I, I know. mean. <laughs> I know. I just had to say it. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, man. So I kind of want to pass, like, my good word for the good people to um, sport this week. Um, for those of you who live in the Charlotte area, I'm sure you know sport. Is a staple in the community. If you went to Winston-Salem State University during the time where we were there, then you know sport from there. Um, he's a radio host here in Charlotte and an entrepreneur as well. Um, just an, a, an amazing, hardworking person. Um, and he was on his social media this past week, and he was just basically talking about how, like, the strong one has no one to lean on. And I don't want to make this a check on your strong friend's uh, post, mm-hmm. but more so passing it to him in that he was saying, and this is so relatable for me, he was talking about how you can be the person that everybody vents to, right? You're the one that your family calls, your friends call, they're venting to you, they need your opinion, they need your help, I need you to do this, I need you, I need you, you're giving them scenarios, you're listening, you, you can listen for hours on end. And It can be the same day or another day that same week you'll call and they won't have the time. They'll be like, Mm -hmm. I'll call you back and never call you back because their issue has been handled. Mm -hmm. You've helped them with their issue. Now they don't have time. Or for me, um, 
I know for me in the past, this is why I kind of stopped venting to anybody really mm-hmm. is because I would finally say, okay, maybe I can talk to this person instead of keeping everything inside. And then I would talk to people and then they would be like, well, I don't know how to help you because you're the one who always helps me, which isn't comforting. But he was basically saying, just remember that like God gave you what it takes to handle that, that role. You're the person that people come to because it's your gift, which was really hard for me to hear, right? Yeah, I don't because want that gift, right, all the time, like, right? Tired girl. I don't want to be the one who's always, always got a problem, but I also want to be able to go to someone and just kind of like lay down, you know, my burden, even if I don't need the advice or like just to bounce an idea off of or something like that, without believing that. The information is going to go somewhere. But um, but I did find a little bit of encouragement in that. And so I just wanted to share that if you are or have found yourself to be the one that your parents and your siblings and your friends and your co-workers and everybody that you know comes to because you are a good confidant, remember that that is a superpower, that it, there is a blessing in that. Um, and just remember to also find ways to you know, decompress, whether it's a massage or, or prayer, meditation, all of that. Um, just remember to pour back into your own cup so that you'll be ready next time. Anything you don't want the people to forget? Um, no, girl. Y'all, I just want y'all to please subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcast. Please. And thank you. Give us five stars, you know, share this with your friends, um, give us some feedback, you know, let us know what you like, what you don't like, you know, that's really all I want to say. Like, I just, you know, would love some um, increased engagement from you all. Let us know what you like. Let us know what type of posts you want to see. And just thank you for continuing to listen all this time. All this time. Um... Yeah, I don't have anything that I don't want y'all to forget other than Will Smith is a really good actor. You know what? I saw a... I don't know if you saw the trailer, but he's playing in a movie in October that I cannot wait to see where he's playing against himself. Will Smith. Oh, yeah, because I've heard bad things about this Aladdin stuff. (laughs) Okay. I'm just... I don't... I mean, I haven't seen it. I mean, they're also probably comparing it to the original Aladdin and... Of course they are. Okay, well, we just what, gonna... would, what what would life be without people comparing <laughs> everything? I don't. Well, I, now I did the same thing for Pet Cemetery, but I I feel like that's different. I knew and, it was gonna be trash. And the thing is, you can't remake something and not think that it's gonna be compared because it is for sure. So, so just keep that in mind when you. I like I like when people do a remake and and because they know that they change, they make subtle changes. Um, to let us know, like, hey, we're still honoring this, yeah, this portion of it, but we needed to make it our own. So, um, yes, don't forget to like, subscribe, and you know, give us a review. It doesn't have to be five pages. Just take five minutes out of out of your day right now, right now, and go give us a review. It will really help us a lot. Um, you know, you can find us on social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Um, or wherever you listen to podcasts, we can be found there. We love you guys. Thank you for tuning in every week. 
And until next time, we out. out.